Welcome back, you 390 millionaires. We are past week one. We have some winners. We have some losers. But fuck yeah, we had some great football this last weekend. Gentlemen, my fellow winners, Mike, Gertie, how are you guys? Fantastic. Well, I was part of the uh, losers column, so I could be better. But aside from that, I had a great game of golf today and... Um, drove the ball so well that I think it's going to up my score in fantasy. <laughs> I'd like to understand how that correlation works, but I don't know if we've got time on the podcast for that. I think it makes sense. I think it makes total sense. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. This is for the, uh, the people who can count a little bit better, Mike, but you'll get there. You'll get there. Well, I, I can go to 12, got to 12. So that's, oh, it's a callback. We're on our third episode, and, and we've got a callback. I love it. Um, yeah, well, Gertie, I think you bring up a good point. I'm right there with you in the Losers Club. I got uh, I got shellacked, um, but our 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 co-host Mike, you uh, you snuck out the victory. How did I know it last week? Oh my God, coming down to Juju on Monday night and uh, the Tennessee defense. I needed two points. They got me three. So talk about by the skin of your teeth. You you got a you got a little bit of luck there with the uh, the James Conner injury too, right? Because yep. Suds was uh, he kind of quote uh, injury quote injury. Yeah, <laughs> we can get into that. Um, I definitely have some theories, um, but uh, I think we've uh, uh, waited long enough. Uh, Three ninety. We have a uh, a guest today of uh, some colorful language. I hope. Uh, and uh, I'd like to welcome uh, my brother, Michael. Michael, why don't you say hi? Hey, hello, gentlemen. Uh, it's, it's been a, it's an absolute honor to join you on this uh, what fourth episode? Third, third episode. Third. And uh, I don't know Talk where that colorful. Counting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this colorful uh, colorful language comment, Pat. But if that's how you want to start the show and that's how you treat your guests, it's going to be a, a long. A long 45 minutes or half hour at this rate. Um, yeah. Well, Michael <laughs> well, was running some ideas by me beforehand, and he said, uh, I'm going to tear some people down. So that's what I was going for, but <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know it was me. It, <laughs> I was going to be the first target. I'm glad to have you on the show, Mike, because um, otherwise I would have been the only winner. So it's nice to have another winner in the league on the show today. And not only a winner, but someone who beat one of the hosts of this podcast. Um, Gertie, how did that feel? I told him my contract wouldn't be talking about this. <laughs> well, let's hash it out now, guys. We got a long show. Say what you got to say. Yeah, I mean, um, I think uh, I actually didn't realize I was playing you until I listened to last week's podcast. And I was like, this is going to be really interesting when I'm on next week. But I think, are we going to... Do you want to go to the actual game? Yeah, we can jump into it. So it's, uh, 
Doctor. I mean, there's a lot of disrespect in that sentence already. That I don't know how I feel about this guest. <laughs> um, so maybe, so Mike, know, like, who 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 stuck out for you? Uh, who's like a a big horse you were able to ride to victory this week? Well, I mean, obviously, uh, I probably had my biggest horse on the bench with uh, with Sammy Watkins, but um, that's okay. I'm kind of saving him for later in the season. So I, want, I really want to make you. I want you to feel like you're you're, you're competitive this year. Um, because I don't know, I, I don't. Did you guys fact check? I actually finished first last year in the uh, in regular season standings. Was that? Did you guys mention that? Sorry if you guys did. Already. The Bruins, no, the Bruins also finished first in the NHL regular season, and look where that got them. <laughs> well, it got me second place, so I don't know how they're doing. Um, so I think uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just love Week One. Of fantasy, like all joking aside, I don't give a shit if I win or lose. Mm-hmm. Um, just because. So why didn't you bench all your players? Okay. Yeah, I mean, fair question. Okay, that's that's fair. a fair question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm full of shit. Yeah, I, I straight up lied. Lie, let's have a lie <laughs> counter. That's first lie of the show for me. Um, no, you, you know what, Brady? I would struggle on this podcast. I don't think having something that could equate to over twelve will be worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> we got counting covered, but math is, a, is an issue. Yeah. I think um, I was very nervous going into Monday with you having Barkley and uh, Engram and Shepard still to play. And I think I only had, uh, oh, no. Oh, no. I had, I had, I had Henry and Tannehill. So um, I wouldn't say I was really nervous actually at any point. Lie number two. Um, <laughs> it was good. It was just a good old. Good old slugfest, and then it just turned into a a bending over the barrel, I think, Ernie. But I don't know. That's my thoughts on it. Um, I think, well, one thing I've honestly learned is that you never start three giants. Um, yeah. And if you have to start three giants and there's a glaring weakness on your team you weren't prepared for. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I look at our matchup right now, and on paper, I obviously should have won by a pretty large margin. But we know that you know, sometimes the better team loses, and that's what happened this week. Um, my running backs were a joke. I mean, Saquon putting up six points, when you look at it and you're like, oh, wow, Saquon got 15 carries. This guy must have set a brand new record for how high a point total can go in a 390 matchup. But then you drill deeper, and you look at those 15 carries equating to seven yards. And you go, hmm, are you pissed that Andre took Patrick Mahomes second overall? Maybe a little bit. Are you <laughs> mad that his auto draft might lead to a better team? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but, you know, Cam Akers disappointed me. I was super hyped on him. I'm glad I have him in three leagues. Um, <laughs> and my tight end, Evan Ingram, was super hyped about him. Thought he's going to be a major focal point he had about eight targets which is great you know it'd be better than having eight targets catching them so getting nine <laughs> yards is um not good and congrats mike um i hope it's your only one of the season and Thank you. i hope to take the division and uh, if i lose to neville this week maybe you should get a new host for the podcast because i don't know if i'm gonna start practice electrocuting myself <laughs> Gertie, you sound like a man in crisis. Yeah, <laughs> I will stop. check in with you actually after the show. I am Please very do. worried about you. Please do. I need help. 
But I mean, Evan Ingram, I think the target to non-catch ratio was overshadowed by AJ Green last night, though. And maybe I'm jumping a little bit into week two, but um, hopefully that'll balance I appreciate a that. bit more for you. Yeah, uh, it can't get any worse, Mike. It can't get any worse. I, I, I got it. Gertie, I'm going to disagree with you on the on the Giants fact. I think you've got um, – I think they're a great team to be a part of. You look at – they played Pittsburgh, who is I, – I would be my money bet right now um, mm-hmm. to, to be the the, best, the highest scoring defense in the league, fantasy-wise. Like, they're, they're an absolute stud, and Danny was able to still, like, stay in it and keep a lot of his players like relevant engram aside like barkley still finished with like quite a bit of like catching work as well yeah and so i mean thank god we're in a ppr league right yeah <laughs> yeah you and ryan is set up well <laughs> um, no i i i agree with you pat i i think the giants had a rough first game um where, where I'm a little disappointed is that all the talk in sleeper columns and talk at camp was Shepard was going to be the number one wide receiver. And obviously Darius Slayton continues to be. So wasn't a fan of that revelation mid-game. So, yeah. But I, I think they're going to bounce back and Saquon will still be a force, especially if he can carry the ball past the line of scrimmage instead of before it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Always we'll a, a key factor. We'll get a better taste this weekend if it was the uh, Steelers' defense or the uh, Giants' ineptitude with run blocking to what the real issue was there. Maybe it's a little bit of both, but I think Saquon will bounce back. And I think Sterling—it's a lot. It's all scheme-based, right? So um, it may just be that Shepard, you know, had a, I don't know who would have been covering him. I watched a bit of the game, but. If he was shadowed by their number one CB, then maybe you'll get, you know, some more opportunities down the road. And just to give a couple users uh, the podcast uh, a little insight into my thoughts this week. We're going a little Jalen Rigor action instead of Sterling Shepard this week. Ooh. So that's, that's how I'm feeling because three Giants is just a lot to, to hand one team to. And after Philly's collapse, they got to be go in uh, air city over here i mean i think uh just regard to the, the philadelphia game i think this just proves that the washington football team is the real deal this year and they got a real shot That's i mean when you get rid take. of a name when you get rid of a name it's usually a pretty good take yeah it really <laughs> inspires the players to really give it their all <laughs> Yeah, when they're identityless. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, you play for you play for the for the name on the back, not the jersey on the front, right? Oh wait, wait, is that the reverse? <laughs> I think I think the perfect example is uh is that it's not Prince, it's the artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> so I think that's a great com- uh, comparison to be made. So I think, uh, yeah, Washington are they going to be world beaters? We'll see. <laughs> Um, gentlemen, yeah, that's uh, week one. Crazy things. Um, (laughs) what do you say? What do you guys say? We get into the matchups. Let's start, uh, breaking it down. See who who do we think is going to win this week? Because if we want to talk about cluster fucks, let's talk about the wafer water. How does everyone feel about some of the major picks that happened this week on the wafer wire? I know I was super excited that (laughs) Dallas Goddard was sitting there untouched which might mean more to everyone else than it does to me. 
But I grabbed him and I was happy about that. I know Paul Will. Fat Paul Will. That's like Bond, James Bond. Uh, you've been big on uh, Heinz. How do you feel about that one? Uh, I yeah okay. So I was accused. I was accused of taking. Fuck you! I did, you spent forty dollars on Chase. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, I I was accused of um, purchasing a uh, Naheem Hines uh, unjustly by Patrick Neville. And so, um, team aside, I have an issue with Neville, and I know he's in my division. Yes. Um. But that was that was a baseless accusation that he could have fact he could have fact checked earlier in the day, yet yeah, he was, just. Sorry, it wasn't uh, Hines. It was um, Mike Williams. Oh right, yes. Sorry, you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. Um, still, the point being, <laughs> he could have just checked, but then he decides to broadcast it on the chat, and it's just like. That bad karma that you put out there, Neville, is going to come back to you tenfold on mm-hmm. your team. I make it happen this week. Bad karma life. this week. Clarity. I'm going to just, I, uh, for speaking to someone who rarely checks the group chat on WhatsApp, what did Neville do? Neville. Uh, yes. So for those of you, uh, Tuesday's against me of saying, if I was so down on Mike Williams, why did I add him to my team? And if we go to the transaction um, record, it was from Russia with Chubb who added them to his team, not Guns and Baroses. So, uh, so he's just throwing salt. He's, yeah, he's, he's just trying to, trying to attack. I respect that. I, I like an offense, uh, offense first type mentality. Sure, I, it, but I'll tell you, all I did was just a little bit of wax off, and he was out of the way. Like that's, <laughs> it was nothing. Solid, I was worried about a solid Cobra Kai reference right there. Thank you. <laughs> it's on Netflix right now. Uh, shout out to Nolan. Him and I watched uh, a season and a half of that when I was up there in Montreal. Nice. Oh man, um, I watched I watched so much Cobra Kai last week. It's it good. is a great show. Um, Back, and I think we should change the podcast to Cobra Kai. So, what did you think about? <laughs> man everybody needs to start watching it um okay yes sorry i uh, gertie i'm not sure if you were trying to take a shot at me with my waiver pickups as to why uh no i was just starting to start a dialogue no it's good dialogue about the waiver Um, wire i spent i spent two-fifths of my uh, uh my entire budget on chase edmund's uh, the backup running back for the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Um, and I feel extremely comfortable with that purchase. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it doesn't sit well with me having uh, uh, Drake. And I, I knew, I actually, I do feel a lot better knowing you spent that much money on him. I was, I, so, so Michael and I are, are, are back at the, the house in Kempville um, during, during COVID. Um, mm-hmm. So, some of us here are here by choice. Some of us are not. Um, but uh, guess which one? Um, but I wanted, I thought Chase Edmonds, the way Arizona came out in that first game against San Fran, um, we're not supposed to, to overreact to week one results, but I am all in on Arizona moving forward. I think yeah, we couldn't tell. They're, they're a machine. <laughs> they're a machine. I saw, I saw so much good things out of them. So. 
that's that's why I spent that money. Yeah. Well, some other notables that went on the waiver wire. We had, um, oh, my app just broke, so that's always fun. Do we have Jeopardy music we can use right now just while I try and figure this thing out? Yeah, I'll edit it in. Don't worry. Oh, oh, fantastic. Um, big move by Andre. Obviously, he dropped his uh, suspended wide receiver, Josh Gordon, to pick up the tight end, uh, Smith. Uh, Mike brought uh, Devonta Freeman back from the dead as he visited the Eagles. Yeah. We had some Corey Davis there. action. Corey Davis from Nolan, which I like is a good pickup. With A.J. Brown out, he looked like a stud. Uh, Mohamed Sanu, you know, from Russia with Chubb, was really sticking close to the news with him signing um some other major ones that went for a lot of money uh scotty miller to guns and burrows is like that one especially with godwin out oh yeah we got we got kelly to, wait, wait, to wait. mike peltier can we sorry i'm gonna pause on the godwin out i don't know if you guys are paying attention to the chat but andre said god went out and then neville said whoever owns evans might see a bump thanks neville first wide receiver out second wide receiver <laughs> to receive increased targets <laughs> Once again, if he beats me this week, I will feel very down on myself. Um, it's so, it's so frustrating dealing with Neville. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, I, I, yeah, we're not gonna. I just uh, we'll see if I'm alive on the podcast next week. Um, in terms of that, we got lifeless fish. We got Danish with 26 buck for Heinz and Mike. Why did you feel so heavy about Kelly uh, for 21 big dollars? Because my main math, man, that's about twenty percent. My main man, um, Marlon Mack, was super high on. Decided to go tear his fucking Achilles. So I'm already a little thin at running back, even though I feel pretty good with obviously Zeke and Dobbins. But I'm actually starting Kelly on my flex right now. Don't know if I'll land there tomorrow, but I like the way he looked game one. But I didn't like the way the Chargers' offense looked. So we'll see how that goes. I was comfortable spending. 20 i did 21 for any of those crafty bastards that did 20 i would have outbid them um that was it <laughs> how do you feel about marlon mack rather tearing his acl than being on your fantasy team is that an either or like, like that, that's... <laughs> would i rather no 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 that's, that's no 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 that's a question about he actively decided to tear his acl because he did not want to be on your fantasy team really like he did, oh. not, want, he did not want to be associated they, with that wow, they found a note that. in his locker at the end they of the found game. a note in his locker yeah <laughs> Well, I thought, thought Marlon and I were tight, so I'm a little upset about that. Um, well, it would help if he spelled it, if he like, corrected his name when Marlon. Maybe it was the final blow, Mike, because he probably just felt insulted knowing that he was on a team that someone drafted Joe Burrows in the third round. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Another callback. This is fantastic. We're really picking up stride here. <laughs> that was, uh, I did not tell him to say that. I just want to go on record. Michael was like, yeah. I'm I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I don't, you can tell why people have subscribed to the Patreon. I'll tell you that much. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. 24 points last night, boys. So I'm okay he, with it. Yeah, he, he's looking great. It's very exciting as a Bengals fan. I think, I think we knocked it out of the park with him. I... I I'm like, 
very happy with the first two weeks of it. So yeah, Marlon's gone, and uh, I picked up Kelly. So I'm happy about it. Uh, we can move on. Do we want to, though? I mean, <laughs> you can question things further, but I'll just point to my three championships as much as I need to during the conversation. Well, let's move on, then. Seems uh, useless <laughs> to be reminded of your championships. Uh, is there a matchup we want to start off with, gentlemen? Sure. Before we uh, before we get in, Ooh. a question I wanted to ask you guys was, uh, what's uh, what are the whispers in the trade in the trade world? I, I know people have been talking, and uh, I've surprisingly not received any offers. Um, not to say that I'm willing to trade at all, but I do like I a can... good a good hag a good haggle. Um, but I know you guys have your ear to the floor. So what's up? Yeah. What's going on? And Michael, if you want a I good got deal, a... sorry, Gertie. Michael, if you want yeah, a good no, deal, no, no, I, I want to hear where you're going. Take your best running back. And the guy sitting beside you will trade you four players for him who are mediocre at best. <laughs> oh, that's baloney! I gave you a solid offer. Can we? Can we? Uh, can we know what that offer was, gentlemen? I, I, I if you want to say it, Mike, I can't actually remember. I'm comfortable with it. Um, I might. Yeah, I think I got the same one for Saquon. So uh, let's see if this is very similar. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um, you offered Zeke Elliott from my team to go to your team. Yeah. For Todd Gurley, Noah yeah. Fant, Mark Ingram, and the Pittsburgh defense. Which, no, to your point, it's not the worst offer you've ever sent me. That's for sure. But <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's not saying much. Um... <laughs> If I was 0-5... a lot better than I got offered. <laughs> if I was 0-5, Hallwell, I might take that deal. I don't know if that's better or I, worse, but... I just I'm not giving up. Like, I'm not in a place where I need you're, you're, to secure my depth or to make a big change. You, well, I would, say, I would say you certainly do need to secure your depth. Um, but... What I the point the the what I'm hearing is that you're not desperate enough, and that's okay. I want I want the desperation to be sensory. I want to be able to smell it. I want to be able to taste it in the air, and that's when I'll strike like a okay. snake, like okay. a cobra. Wow, the callbacks are incredible, and I am going to subscribe to my own Patreon. This is just quality content. But talking about desperation um, and the trade floor, I got a great offer from. Jay, I believe it was, who offered me Benny Snell for Saquon. And I'll be honest, I, I rejected that offer because I felt bad ripping him off. I was like, I cannot sell high on Saquon right now. Um, and I just didn't want to take advantage of him. It, it was slightly as good of an offer as I believe the offer I got from Pat would have been Brandon Cooks, who... For some reason, he's still trying to sell high on, even though we've discussed in the last podcast that he should be a solo candidate. Um, Mattinson, and I think also Noah Font for Saquon. Oh, yeah. I don't know why you, you're such a, a Font. So high, baby. But, so high. But, uh, you, but let me tell you, I, I'm, at, I'm not at that desperation point yet. We'll see how I am next week. Once again, a lot hinges on my matchup that starts tomorrow. But... Yes, I, I made a I made a joke that Saquon could be available for cheap, and lo and behold, two snakes out there tried to, to really jump on that one. So 
besides that, I know Nolan is actively trying to make some trades. Maybe you guys have received some offers from him. Uh, Nolan, Nolan has not reached out to uh, Michael. I haven't. I have got zero offers. I, I've him and I spoke ever so briefly about Godwin, but nothing, um, nothing came to be. Um, Pelt, have you got anything from Nolan? No, he's my division mate, so I don't know if. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, something yeah. would work out there anyway. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but in the discussions I've had with Nolan, he is furious with the rest of the league um and the word coward has been used uh <laughs> with several of the members in 390 well, so one thing i will normal. say is usually yeah. the people that make trades really need to to change some things up on his team i have sources and i don't want to name them directly um but it was andre and I heard directly from Andre <laughs> that he wasn't going to mess with the waiver wire this week because I quote unquote have no needs on my team. So just to to broadcast that to everyone, do not try to trade with Andre unless you want to lose that trade because he has no needs. His team is perfect. And back off. Perfect. Um Yeah, I mean I ha- he has no needs to address. Well, let's see who his top running back is. It's uh, Ronald Jones. <laughs> uh, his second running back is Latavius Murray. And then that's it. He's decided he only needs two running backs in yeah, his starting yeah. lineup. Look, look Guys, but Melvin Gordon isn't going to be the guy in Denver. So No, 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 no. Philip Lindsay's going to take over. Oh, wait, no, he's hurt. So, shit. Um, who's next? He's actually out this week. And... <laughs> Well, I'm shocked that his first running back selected in the draft is actually riding the bench. And I don't, did he play him last week, DeAndre Swift? I believe he did, yeah. Ooh. Well, he must so once been... again, another, uh, yeah. DeAndre Swift would rather the Lions lose by not catching that pass than risk Andre winning his matchup. <laughs> Amazing. Was, you guys have the, such the universe is so mysterious. Who else are you guys tight with? Mac, Swift? <laughs> Um, there's a reason why Pat and I break everything and we don't want to give up our sources. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> so that's all, but if that's it's all Andre, we'll, we'll let you know. Yeah. If it's Andre, we'll let you know. But, um, but Burrow must be his name is definitely not to Tom be a Brady. third round pick. I mean, he's not disappointed. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> he, he's a little, he's actually a little bit shocked if anything, but I've got faith in him. He's my boy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he feels that about you, but we don't have to talk about that anymore. Let's go to the matchups. <laughs> <laughs> Which matchup do we want to start off with, guys? You tell me, champ. Well, we've covered my matchup versus uh, Mike H last week, so I think we can move on to someone else. Who did you just crack a Coors Light over there at the Hollow household, or what was that? That was, that was me celebrating my win. No. To uh, save that. For this moment. It, w- it was a Coors Light, though. We do love our Coors Lights. Oh, I'm going to try one of those one day. <laughs> I don't know if you can get them. Only in uh, Kempville. You got to go down there. And that's a reference to another podcast we've done together. This is great, guys. <laughs> it's also good when you um, call it out, so I either have to edit it or, you know, jokes are always better when you have to explain them. So, Yeah. <laughs> okay, settle down there, joke police. <laughs> 
Because the um, uh, it's instead of the uh, I'm just gonna get a little nerdy here, but instead of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, we really got the podcast universe going on here, where <laughs> he wants to be a millionaire mixes with uh, Scotch and sports mixes with Pat's hot podcast, which I already forgot the name of. So the there's Green a lot Dragon of podcasts, Brewing Company. The Green Dragon Brewing Podcast. Watch out for Doctor Aki. Oh, okay. Screen. Oh God, I, this is an editing nightmare. Okay, let's jump into a matchup we haven't talked about because I think there's two contrasts here. Our newest league member versus Neville's team who absolutely fucking tore him a new asshole and his bench, might I add, also scored ridiculous points. So, like, should we be worried about Neville? Sorry, Gertie, for week two. Um, overall, or what do you guys think? Do you think that was like a flash in the pan? Uh, so just to jump in here quick... Um... So Neville has fallen into winning teams, I think, the past two years now. And like, mm-hmm. I, and I know this because I think my first place last year was only threatened by Neville. And it came down to, I think, the last week of the regular season. Like, he has magically fallen into injured backups. Or, sorry, backups for injured players. I think, I think magic is the right word. Um I would say it's a dark magic. It's a black magic. It's a magic that's only um, harnessed by cruel sacrifice of the innocent and pure. I, I don't know who Neville is taking the light from, um, but I can tell you that whatever he's done is paying dividends in the fantasy world. But when he passes on to the next, um, he will certainly have to face some harsh judgment for the acts uh, that he's committed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I uh, thought we were on the Green Dragon Brewing. <laughs> I, 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 was picking, I was picking up on that one. And I, I just, and then at one point I was like, moving on to the next realm. I was like, wow. I, I mean, I was making jokes that I wouldn't be on, on like the podcast next week if I lost. But Jesus. This might blow Gertie's minds because I'm going to cross into like another realm here. The way Neville kind of builds his Madden team is in a way almost like he builds his fantasy team. I feel like he's very strategic with trying to get depth slash like high floor players across the board. Um, He's got like, I think, six wide receivers, five running backs. I think he's very methodical with the way he actually builds his team. Um, To his detriment, potentially at the end, I don't know, maybe he's got a lower ceiling um, at the end of the day. But I think when I look at his team, that's what I'm seeing. If by methodical you mean waking up at 12.01 to sign players, and that is definitely methodical, and that's the word I want to use. Um, he yep. definitely had some some big performances. I mean, Devontae Adams and Calvin Ridley, are they going to put up a combined 50-plus points every week from two players? That I don't Probably. know. Uh, Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a win-win for me, right? If Calvin keeps putting up more points than Julio, I went a bet with you, Mike, and... If he doesn't, then I win my fantasy matchup. So, life is good. I think... Uh, and, I mean, the Jonathan certain. Taylor thing, he fell into that, right? Oh, like, yeah. But that... The the, the Jonathan Taylor th- piece is, is what I wanted to talk about. His team becomes much stronger as a whole because of that. And he goes from running back being a position that I wasn't terribly thrilled with, with on his team to it being um, it being very strong now. And his wide receivers are probably the best three in the league. I think Andre may be the only one that, that, that has issue with that. Um, the, the question still remains, can 
his big stars stay healthy. He's got Roethlisberger, Wentz, Wood, um, uh, Devontae Adams, and Dalvin Cook. If Devontae Adams and Dalvin Cook go down, I think this team struggles. If uh, Roethlisberger goes down, I'm not. I'm not quite sure what his he. He has Tyrod Taylor as a backup. Carson Wentz is always a threat. So it, it's like it is with any fantasy team. He's he's just got to stay healthy. He's not going to put up 147 every week, but he is going to be competitive. Um, and yeah, I, I'll give I'll give Neville some credit. This is this is going to be a fight for the division, and I'm not thrilled about what I have to do. But um, thankfully, my brother's living at home. Like I said, uh, he seems very sacrificial. Um, so we'll see if I can channel the same dark overlords that Neville has. So let's go into another matchup from last week. We got the uh, Herple Cheese Derplers versus the Beats by DeAndre. I know that everyone wants to talk about Andre's team uh, because I think that's a highlight for all of us on this podcast. And he got smashed. Uh, there's no other way of putting it. Solid performance from the uh, Herple, uh, especially with Michael Thomas that went out. I don't think Mostert's going to put up as many points as he did every week, but definitely a very strong matchup. Um, and that was just a, a decimation. I mean, Andre Odell Beckham, who rebounded this week, thankfully, put up two. T.Y. could only put up five. His running backs combined for 11, which is still more than Saquon, so I can't really talk shit. And his QBs did pretty decent. I mean, Mahomes did not do as well as he could have, but always strong. And Matty Stafford seems to have done pretty well as well. I actually, um, I actually, at first, I really did not like Ryan's team at all uh, when he drafted it. But, but with Lindsey going out and just seeing how David Johnson played week one, and and now Gordon's still showing that he's got a little bit of something like. Ryan's actually got a, a, a pretty solid team, like besides quarterback. But even even then, like you know, Cousins and Bridgewater showed up, right? So, I mean, I think if they can keep being consistent in the high teens and and low twenties, like Ryan's going to be another uh, another player here for sure. Uh, the other big matchups from last week, we had a high scoring affair between Nolan and the Lifeless Fish which Nolan came out, 140 versus 131. Uh, Nolan bet big on Cam Newton, who delivered. Clyde Edward-Hilaire and Josh Jacobs, we talked a little bit about that on the podcast. Uh, I believe, Pat, Mm -hmm. you were one who was not a big fan of it, but he sure shut you up. And Malcolm Uh, Brown, too. Sorry, you little snake. I was a big fan of that. Gertie, you need to like zip it, because I was totally (laughs) in, in favor of Nolan's team. We can roll back the tape. Don't you dare put words in my mouth. Oh. I expect to trade you Brandon Cooks later this week. <laughs> well, fine. For Sterling Shepard. Let's lock it in on the podcast. <laughs> no. You heard it? Yes, you heard it here. You heard it here. <laughs> I'm zipping it. It's over. It's done. We've made the deal. Uh, Nolan's, Nolan's team, running back-wise, very strong. Um, the Malcolm Brown pickup could be could be huge. I don't know if he'll mm-hmm. be like Gurley level, but it's but he's a great R- RB two that he that Nolan can pump into the flex like pretty easily. So I I do not agree. I think Nolan's team is filled with a bunch of bitches. And uh, I w- listen. You asked me a year ago, two years ago, I was on the Malcolm Brown train. Uh, I think he's going to be an absolute dead weight by week five. 
And I think Jacobs just ran, like, just got lucky. He just got lucky. If you take away his three touchdowns, it was just like not a bad performance, but just like he's not going to be a fucking all star. Uh, Edward Tillaire, I'm big on this guy. I've got him in a bunch of other leagues. I think he's going to be stud. I think no one's going to probably finish uh, at a playoffs this year. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Wow. Wow. Hey, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Mike Hallwell. Uh, yeah. Just because there's two Mikes in this podcast, then we're going to have to find a differentiator between you two. Uh, who do you think is going to lead, lead, like lead the Rams backfield then if Malcolm Brown isn't? Uh, Devonta Freeman. No, he's going to lead it. It's a leading question. I think <laughs> there's a specific answer you're yeah, looking for, spe- right? Yeah, there's, there's a specific answer to this question, and I'm. Once you say it, so I don't think he's going to like lead. I think they're just going to do committee. And- I just I, I, I hate the Rams ever since they got rid of Gurley. I, actually, sorry, I hated them ever since Gurley, his knees, whatever, his knees went to shit. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're just a shit show. I, don't, I just don't, I don't know. The Rams are just not what they used to be with it. I didn't get the answer I wanted, so we can edit this part of the podcast out. <laughs> I appreciated the analysis, and I also I'm in line with like saying uh, Mike about Josh Jacobs, and even if you look at some of the regression. He may take, not to say it's necessarily a bad week, but I think maybe most weeks he loses this matchup, just given the point totals ever up there, because is Josh Jacobs going to punch in three? Is Malcolm Brown going to punch in two? Even if Josh Jacobs punches in two and Brown punches in one, he still loses. It's a tight match. But yeah, we'll see. I think Cam Newton also had a great week. I agree. No, I just wanted to re- jump in on the Cam Newton thing. I, I, I legit think there's a chance at 16 rushing touchdowns for him. Uh, it's going to be a healthy year for Cam if he can stay healthy, oh, yeah. uh, which I think is yeah. a theme for a lot of these top players. Uh, we spoke a little bit about this, but Mike edged out a team, uh, a win against Suds last wait, week, which was. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, nice. Mike. Well, well, Cheers, champ, to winning. Cheers. Cheers. Call back. Call back to something that was already on the episode. That's meta. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Jay uh, narrowly, not narrowly, beating Pat Hallwell. So we had some pretty big wins. I don't know if we've learned enough yet until about week five when desperation mode kicks in and Hallwell trades for everyone's players. Um, so let's jump into some matchups from this week because I think there's some pretty tight ones so far. Uh, the first one that looks really tight off the bat is Guns and Burroughs versus from Russia with Chubb. Uh, 122.25 versus 125.26 is the expected projected total. Um, how do you feel about your matchup this week, Hallwell? Pat? Hallwell? Uh, I, 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 I feel good. I think I've got some the benefit of some good matchups uh, coming up. I think Gallup is going to have a big day in that shootout with Atlanta. Um, I think... Uh, uh, Arizona doing its thing is okay. is going to be awesome for my team. Um, I, I I was hemming and hawing about do I play Hump? Do I, do I play Ingram? I, I sided with Ingram. I want to give him one more week before I uh, start phasing him out. Um, he uh, Curtis had a had a great Thursday night. Um, fortunately, though, I think the rest of his lineup is lacking a little bit. Um, specifically in the flex with Williams and with Fournette, so I do hope I do hope I get a I get I get a break there. I don't know if we'll meet our our expectations, but uh, or our projected, 
Um, but I think it'll be tight, and I think I'll pull it the victory. I don't know if you heard, nice. Pat. Um, Neville said Evans is going to see a bump in targets this week, so that that could be a differentiator. <laughs> yeah, I did. You know what? I, I'm just tuning into that now. Um, Neville is certainly great at breaking some deep hitting analysis in our league. Hey, guys. Uh, just a quick – I have to jump. See you All later, good. champ. Later, champ. See you, champ. See you, buddy. Gertie, uh, no longer able to continue with the podcast because Michael made him cry from last week's matchup. So Gertie running away in fear from my brother because of fantasy football. That's the official word. Just a one note on this. Uh, I'm just looking at the lineups here now. Is that I think there's there's something special here. And what was I, I watching the, the Cleveland game on Thursday? I was just looking at Chubb and Hunt run an absolute fucking oh, yeah. on Cincinnati. And I was like, yeah. and I said, holy shit, this is the next like Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara. And now that I look at this matchup and I see that Pat has both Ingram and Kamara playing, I think this is the changing in the guard. And I think Pat's going to get absolutely, uh, he's going to get Cincinnati bangled, which is. <laughs> or horribly fitting. <laughs> he's going to uh, get owned. Andre versus Suds. So Andre's team versus beats by Andre, which is actually Andre's team. Yes, yeah, it's very confusing. Uh, so confusing that the uh, the owner of Andre's team <laughs> confuses himself. As if Gertie to, was who's... here, he'd say that's another callback. <laughs> it's very true. Um, so they're projected. Uh, beats by uh, DeAndre is uh, projected at one seventeen. Um, and Andre's team is projected at 119. Uh, it's we've had some players already play. Uh, mm-hmm. A quick scan of both both teams. Yeah, I think Suds got this. Yeah, I kind of I kind of yeah. do lean with Suds. I just that Matt Ryan in in that shootout with Dallas. I just yeah. think there's so many there um, i agree i just don't i always like this the seattle stack too like i feel like wilson's one of those guys like he just always oh wilson always showed up last up week and it's a matter of it's a locket obviously like i want dk metcalf to, to hit it off but locket's all like he's just they're proven they got they have such good chemistry those guys yeah they yeah they looked awesome last week and like not to jump on too big of a segue but as a falcons fan I'm still like up in the air and I'm pretty optimistic that like the Seahawks were just that good last week and we're not that bad. Not that we lost by that much, but I'm pretty optimistic that we just lost to a good team last week. I mean, this week, if we get destroyed by the Cowboys, then I'll just go to bed. But um, I think the Seahawks were great last week. If the Falcons can stop anybody, you guys have a chance to win a football game. It's just your defense is so poor at the moment. Um, (laughs) Next next matchup I'm looking at is I got Cooking in the Woods versus uh, Saquon These. Um, it's uh, the projected is 124 to 116. Um, I it's difficult to go against Cooking in the Woods after putting uh, doing what they did last week. So that's that's where my vote goes. He's got uh, he's got Calvin Ridley in the um, in the Dallas Atlanta game. He's got Robert mm-hmm. Woods who just. It just 
there's a lot of pieces that are going right for uh, for Neville's team right now, and I think yeah. they're unfortunate. Um, I, I think it's gonna be I, th- I think it's gonna be tight. Like I love uh, even just like like watching Barkley play. Like he j- he's just like he's like a, he's like men playing with boys. Like he's just I just think at any given week he could just bust off like oh, 100%. a hundred percent point week. Yeah. Just 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 want to be clear: this podcast does not endorse men playing with boys. Um, it was just a figure of speech. I don't know how I feel about, and I think this is really going to make Gertie think about this decision ten times when the podcast comes out tomorrow morning and he listens to it. But I don't know if he's right, and you guys can tell me where you're at. But Ragor versus Sterling, I'm probably still playing Sterling if it's me. I I am too. I um, Rager Rager uh, or Rigor could potentially be um, on uh, Jalen Ramsey, right? Or, or that's who he could be matched up with against the Rams. Yep. And I just a rookie versus a uh, like the premier defensive back in the league. I just think is a recipe for disaster. And well, when so, you put it that way, um, I yeah. I, I, and I think Philly's just going to be a dumpster fire this week because you don't. Like, you can be like, oh, they just they lost to a divisional rival. I'm like, you lost to the Washington Redskins. Now, now to be fair, I think the missing piece that that Gertie has inserted in his lineup is, is Miles Sanders. Once they can start yeah. sort of start doing some some actually respect the run a little bit more, um, and not force Wentz to throw it a billion times. But well, I would say why, I don't think there's that confidence in in the in the running backs there because mm. you look, they just what are they why are they why are they bringing Freeman? Right, you don't bring it if you got. You want to get like football's so mental, right? Like, you think Sanders feels good about getting Freeman, the the team bringing Freeman in? Yeah, good point. I I don't think I don't think there's any confidence, and I think that like, I think that uh, I think Philly is going to be an absolute disaster this year. Even though they've got a lot of talent, but their their wide receiver core is a fucking shit show. Um, uh, I'm actually I actually really like Wentz, but he. I'm, I, I'm going to say he is going to throw three interceptions. He's going to force things. Whoa. He's going to throw three interceptions this week. Take that, Neville. That's great analysis. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'd probably – we'll see. We'll see what Gertie does, but I think – I mean, I'd probably pop Sterling in there over. But then again, he's starting three Giants. So, you damned if you do, damned if you don't, Gertie. So, good luck to you this week. <laughs> good luck. Uh, let's move on to the next matchup. Uh, it's our uh, uh, wonderful guest, uh, Flacaroni and Cheese versus Mike Kant. Um, I hate to do this because Mike Kant just laid a whooping on me last week. Um, but the projection is 123 uh, to 108 uh, in favor of Fla- Flacaroni and Cheese. And I just think that's a very um, Difficult number to overcome, especially when Mike Kant has already had two players play uh, with AJ Green in the Cleveland defense um, versus Michael's one uh, player in Jarvis Landry. I think I think Flacaroni and Cheese just has the uh, the better opportunity to score um, with the 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 other players. Um, he's got Amari Cooper in that Dallas Atlanta game. Mm-hmm. I, I'm basically just taking the player that has the most uh, shares in, in in that. Uh, expected shootout, and I and, yeah. I and I think I think Flacaroni and Cheese runs away with it. Yeah, I think the wild card here though is Lamar, and I think it always is right. If Lamar has a huge game yeah. and puts up maybe thirty thirty five, I think 
Jason's got a chance. Um, But yeah, to your point, AJ Green, a disappointing night. Cleveland defense, four points. Um, He's not got not much to go on there. He's got Hurst, though. I think Hurst actually looked good with the Falcons last week in his first game. So he's going to be someone to watch out for. The thing with Jason's team, and I think I said this when we talked about the draft, is he's got a high ceiling. So he can always kind of punch through like he did last week. It's like feet, like someone like feeling right. Like I wouldn't like me, like me and Pat were talking about this a bunch. I'm sure you guys talked about it too. But like Thielen's one of those guys. Like I don't think I'd really feel comfortable drafting high. But it just mm-hmm. seems like every year he's just he's in the conversation about like you know receptions or receiving yards or just touchdowns. Like he's just and it's, and I was surprised like his stock dropped so much with Diggs leaving Minnesota this year, but. Um, mm-hmm. He's just like another guy yeah. that like I never want to go out to put him on my team, but I never really want to play. It's true. Well, that's that's a fair analysis. He's just that guy I think some people forget about, and he somehow just kills it every year. He's very consistent in that Minnesota offense. Um, we uh, unless anybody has anything else they want to say, we can move on to uh, the next matchup. No, I think Mike's gonna win. So congrats, champ. Yeah, ahead of time. Thanks, Chant. <laughs> uh, Herple Cheese Derple and uh, the Dar- the Dak Knight Rises. Ooh, uh, the big storyline going into uh, this match. Is this a divisional matchup? It's not, but no, it's just a good matchup. It's not. It is a good matchup. Um, Herple is projected at 116, and Dak Knight Rises is projected at 113. The big storyline in, um, in this matchup is if you go to Nolan's bench, on the bench he has... Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay, and AJ Brown all ruled out for this weekend's matchups. Nolan has put in Corey Davis, Valdez Scantling, and Golden Tate as his wide receivers. He's missing his core. He's showing he's already being pushed the max on his uh, his wide receiver depth, and because of that, I just I just don't think he's able to overcome. And uh, Nolan's going to fall to uh, one in one, and Ryan will jump up to. Uh, potentially first place with a two and zero record. So I'm gonna say Nolan doesn't score over 100 points this week. Oh my gosh, Mike! Oh, Mike just <laughs> shit shooting daggers. <laughs> you know what? I will give it's Nolan like, a little credit, even though I don't really want to. Um, the only wide receiver I kind of shake my head at in that lineup is really Tate. I think the other two could do some damage. I just don't know if Tate's gonna see those targets. But that's impressive with three, you know, top receivers out. He's still putting up two decent receivers in Davis and uh, Valdez. So as much as I don't want to say it, I think that's that's pretty decent. But uh, I'm with you, Pat. I think Ryan will win this matchup. Yep. Okay. And then I think we'll go to the mat- the last ma- matchup of, of the week. Uh, a thrilling con- contest between uh, your team, Mike, the token Blackman, versus the lifeless fish. The projection is 123 to for the lifeless fish over the, the token Blackman at 118. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have had the luxury of having Joe Burrow um, exceed his expect uh, his projected points. Uh, he had a great game on Thursday night. We've already spoken about the the future that is Joe. I don't I don't like your flex, but that's a preference thing, and I'm not really sure you have. No, you're kind of you're kind of hooped in on the uh, the Le'Veon Bell thing too. Yeah. Um, but you got Dak. So this is going to be an Dak easy. I, I'm going to give you. Um, you got Dak in the shootout. That's a that's a great place to be. 
I would say, oh, and you got Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy looked real good on Monday night he too. Um, I could see, I could see you pulling off the upset here. Yeah, I, I'm just looking at this now too. I think Pelche's got it. Like, um, thanks, yeah, champ. Singletary's it's kind of like Buffalo running back game is a bit of a shit show here. Yeah, no problem, champ. Um, Allen, Allen's another one of those guys. Like, seems to always put up big points, but like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. rush to get him. But again, he just with you there. He's got such a high floor yeah, with his a, running, right? Yeah. And, I think mm-hmm. I think I think Pelche takes it, um, but it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be a really tight one. Yeah, this one this one may be because uh, I'm I'm like relooking at it like Danish's team. I honestly don't know if I could call it. If you could get in another, I, I'm not, I'm not thrilled about OJ Howard. If you get in another tight end there, Mike, I I I'd go your way. Um, but I, for the for the podcast, I'll stick I'll stick with that. You're winning this one. Oh, yeah, I dropped. Um, I think Logan Thomas, the Redskins tight end, in favor of Howard. I just I'm torn. I'm keep going back and forth because I'm like Gronk's there, but OJ actually looked like somewhat decent last week, and with God went out, maybe he sees more targets. I don't know. I really like Doyle, and I'm sad he's out this week, and I actually dropped him. So we'll see. Maybe Howard sits there at one. Maybe he doesn't. But no, I feel okay. I'm with. I'm, I think your guys' analysis is spot on. I think I can pull it off. But I mean, if I don't beat the lifeless fish, I think I have other problems going on. <laughs> You should look at Will Disley for your tight end fill-in. It's not a bad, not yeah. a bad call. Yeah, so those are the games. I think we've got some uh, exciting exciting matchups this week. I'm very excited that football is back. It's just like it's awesome. Excellent. Uh, Mike, my brother, thank you for coming on to the show. Thank your you colorful me. language was uh, greatly appreciated. It brought some... <laughs> new flavor to the uh, the airwaves <laughs> you sound so you're, sold on that <laughs> no i appreciate you guys having me on this is a this is a sweet thing you guys started i had a, it's a good laugh so yeah oh i actually have to say um your your guys draft projection when i first heard i was like you guys are fucking idiots i never draft tight ends i drafted tight ends in most of my leagues this year <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Maybe you guys play, I think you guys gaslighted me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael's Michael's a real victim in this. I mean, half of this podcast is about the psychology we're reigning amongst the league. So, I mean, here we are. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. Oh, great stuff, Mike. We'll uh, we'll see everybody next week. Good see luck. You later. See you, champ. See you, champ. See you, champ.